Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Color Me Home, a podcast about paint. And decorating. And home improvement. And creative projects. And pretty much whatever else comes up in the conversation. I'm Dan. And I'm Betsy. Thanks for tuning in. On today's episode, we want to discuss some tips for those of you who might be thinking about putting your home on the market. See, even though homes are selling faster than they have in recent years, there are still a few things that you can do to make sure your home sells quickly and for as much money as humanly possible. And we want to point out right away that even though we're specifically talking about ideas that you might use if you're going to list your home, these are all projects and concepts that could apply to anyone, whether you'd like to sell or stay. Right. No matter what your situation, there's something here for everyone. So let's get started. And let's start with first impressions. Now, we all know the importance, right, of making a great first impression. Absolutely. You only get one chance to make a, a great first impression, right? Somehow, I have a hunch you are well-knowledged in this I, I area. Am. I've made a lot of bad first impressions, but mm. one that particularly stands out is this girl that, you know, I, well, followed is the wrong word, um, Watched is the wrong word that I knew from high school. Wow. I was to say it was you all. You sound really <laughs> creepy. <laughs> it was all in a very much non-stalking kind of way. It mm, was very, I very, certainly hope so. Very, very nice. But that's my voice not broke again. The way it sounded. <laughs> but anyway, it was completely innocent. It's just high school. So, oh, I'm yeah. very interested in trying to work up the nerve. Right. Finally, ask her out, and she actually will go. So wow. go out on the first date, and I end up throwing up at Burger <gasps> King's. <laughs> it was the only date ever that I had Was with that her. nerves or? No, I don't know what it was. Maybe. Let's just say it was. Is that more manly? If I say it was nerves, is that more manly? No. Okay. That's what would, less manly. What, okay, it wasn't nerves. Food um, poisoning. It was food poisoning. <laughs> you know, it was from... The food I had to eat after saving the children that were in the middle of the oh, I dove right. and they gave me, you know, because right. they wanted to repay the kindness. Mm. They gave me this food they had and sure. food poisoning. Oh. And then I threw up, you know, projectile. Ew. Yeah. Please let that be the end of your conversation. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end. Anyway, so first impressions are important. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Now, they have a very powerful effect. And this is definitely true, especially when it comes to our homes, especially when you're trying to sell. Make a first impression that is wonderful and people will come back. Make a bad first impression and potential buyers are probably going to move on to the next house. I'm surprised that girl even rode home with me in the car. So yeah, that is a little surprising. I hope you had a Tic Tac afterwards. <laughs> I thought about that later. In fact, Ew. I thought about that a lot later. I don't remember what I did. I blocked it all out. Ew. First impressions are important. And the place to start is outside. Of course. Because really, the house could be immaculate inside. Could right. be amazing inside. But if the outside looks bad mm -hmm. or not appealing, you're definitely cutting down on the number of people that are going to be yeah, because they're going to drive by without even coming inside right, and they're going to look and say, uh, that's not for me. Right. So let's just start with like your landscaping. Right. Make sure that looks good. We just put bark in. Bark. Mm -hmm. mulch, mulch. 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 Yes. 
Anyway, we just did that. Right. And uh, a couple hundred bucks, but right. what a difference it made. Tremendous yeah. difference for just a couple hundred bucks. That's yep. a very easy project. It took a fair amount of work, but you just oh, bring yeah. in enough kids. I had five kids working, and it actually went pretty fast. So get all the neighborhood kids. Hey, I'll pay that you five nice. bucks to come lay this. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome if they'd be willing to. But Right. So you start there. Then, you know, mow the lawn, edge the yard. All of those things are The important. normal things that you have to do anyway, make sure that they're done when you want to get the house on the market. Trim your trees and bushes. There's nothing worse than trying to walk up a sidewalk where there are limbs over it and you can't get through or you're ducking and dodging. I rarely duck for anything. I can walk (laughs) right under it. That is true. (laughs) But yes, I know what you're saying. We had, when we did all this work on Saturday, we we pulled out a bunch of bushes on one side of the house because they Mm. were just scraggly and it just had that look that it wasn't well maintained. So we cleaned that all up and big difference in just minutes. And it's amazing how things change over the winter and into spring once everything leaves out because the snow goes away that's one big change yeah sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> very recently apparently for us um no i have a bush right next to my porch and in the wintertime, you don't notice how the limbs kind of have creeped over the edge of the porch but now that they're all leafed out it's incredible i'm standing back going man that thing needs to be cut back. So sure. that's on the fall to-do list now. Okay. So just take notice of little things like that that, you know, earlier when we had snow, you may not have noticed. But now that everything's leafed out, it's very evident. Right. Definitely take some time to cut that stuff back. Check out your front door, your garage doors. Yep. That's another very, very small. Check the paint. Quick project. Fading. Right. New coat of paint. Very easy to do. Minimal amount of time. Minimal minimal right. expense. Yes. Huge, huge payoff. Right. Power wash your siding. Get it all cleaned up. Get rid of the dirt and potential cobwebs that may already be there. Usually it's later in the summer that you start to see lots of cobwebs, but get it all cleaned up. Just make it look nice and sparkly because that's what people are going to look for. No one wants to see dirty siding, especially if you have mildew or things like that that tend to get on siding. Make sure all of that's cleaned up. Wash your windows. Yes. After the After power, the power washing. washing. Dad. I don't know how many times during the time we grew up, I'm surprised dad's still alive, actually. (laughs) Mom would go and wash all the windows, and then dad would power (gasps) wash the house. And so then there are little water spots everywhere. He'd come inside all proud of himself. Oh, he power washed the house. And mom would just seethe because she's watching him from inside, just spraying the windows (laughs) and moving right on. Yep. Oh, he has no concept. So wash the windows after the power washing. Yep. Make your front porch beautiful inviting we talked about a lot of these on a previous episode yeah which was full of amazingly intelligent things i mean you said a couple of smart things i said a lot. i carried the show on that one i'm Mm -hmm. pretty sure except i think you kept detouring from what we were supposed to be talking about it's hard to believe that that's possible if you could just let us stay on topic betsy i'd appreciate Uh that so (laughs) anyway those are episodes to check out they were on curb curb appeal appeal. yep absolutely now as long as you have that power washer out and you're doing your siding. Spraying your windows. Yeah, spraying your windows down. Uh, why not power wash the driveway and the sidewalk? Get some of that dirt, oil, things like that off. There are degreasers out there for, you know, if you have a big oil spot on your driveway. Um, we do have some degreasers that will help get rid mm-hmm. of that so that everything looks really nice. The point is you really want it to be as clean as possible. And, you know, something that people say, wow. That looks really nice. Right. I want to pull Again, in. a first impression that draws them in. Right. One thing, just very quickly along that line, uh, 
is it Briggs and Stratton that makes that disc that you put on the end I of think a power so. washer? Yeah. We'll put that in the show notes, but it's a disc. What is it? A foot and a half? Foot and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Someday I'll be a real boy. <laughs> okay, Pinocchio. <laughs> but it's a foot and a half. I'll try right. to talk in my man voice. Ooh. And um, it snaps right on where the tip yeah. would be for the power washer. Yep. It's got it's a bristled mm-hmm. disc that will contain all the overspray. Right. It is really cool. I use that on my deck, and I use that to do the cement, mm-hmm. and it prevents all this overspray spray from spraying back onto your feet, and right. it contains it all. Yeah. Very good. We'll put that in the show notes. I thought, I know we bought one. We don't rent them out, right? I don't think so. No, we don't. Not that I'm We had of. talked about it, but we, yeah. we never got to that point. But they're 60-some 60, 60 bucks. Right. Definitely worth it. Oh, yeah. Well, and that also helps, you know, sometimes power washers, when you're power washing concrete and things like that, tends to hit the grass and get all that dirt and right. stuff it everywhere. It contains. Right. So that way you don't have that problem. It's very cool. Definitely worth it. Yes. Now, you wanted to talk about this because you, you hate these things. Yes. These are some... We all have our pet peeves. I know Dan has one coming up. I have many pet peeves. That I have is... a list. I keep it in my wallet. Ooh, of course. Mm. But not surprising to me. I like to add to it from okay. time to time. <laughs> yeah. So one of my pet peeves is going up to a house. You know, you're looking to see, you know, how nice the grass is, how nice the yard is. That you might buy. You're that not just, you, you don't randomly right. just walk up to a <laughs> No. <laughs> that, would that, be, lady. that would be creepy. And then I'd be creepy like you. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> exactly. All right. So you're looking at the grass, you know, oh, this is a nice lawn. And all of a sudden you see all those little telltale ant holes for a huge ant hill. And then, you know, who wants to buy a house that has a pest problem or beehives? You know, when you're power washing, get down any little beehives that may be, We're you talking know. little ones. We're not saying go after a great big wasp hornet nest with well, a Well, no, washer. you probably better have that one removed. Wage war. But usually the big ones are in trees. Usually it's just little ones, you know, little tiny things. But make sure they're gone because, you know, you don't want the people who are looking at your home to get stung as they're walking up. And it that's just, a bad first impression. That's a when very you bad swell first up impression. and you got to call the ER, you know, the ambulance to yeah, come. Yeah, that's very bad. Use one of those. What are those called? An EpiPen. EpiPen. Yeah. yeah, that would be bad. My wife has an aunt who has an EpiPen, and and she did something. I, I think it was a bee sting. Yeah. And that was the first time they were going to use it. So her and her husband, they go running to get the EpiPen, and they get it, and she sits down, and he yeah, hits her with it, yes. and hits her with it, and never took the cap off. <laughs> So she just pounded her on the leg, all these bruises and stuff. She took it out wow. of his hands and used it the right, right. way. But Stabbed it in bad her leg. first impression if you're looking at a home. Yeah. The whole EpiPen experience. You don't right. want that for your prospective well, buyers. Well, and you don't want people to think that you may have a pest problem. You know, or it, any it, problem. Right, but you don't want psychological or otherwise. Uh, well, no yeah, may, they may or may not meet you though. In your case, it may be good that they don't meet you. Yeah, I stay in a room waiting for them to go away. (laughs) That's safest. Mm, Yeah, probably. So clean up the pests and all of those problems. My personal pet peeve is just very quick and easy, but the blinds that are are crooked or are bent. Yeah. You know, you see that from the road. It looks so bad from It conveys the the idea that what's inside must be as poorly maintained as what's outside. Right. And that's why, to me, the blinds are huge because it actually is part of the inside of the house. Right. And if that doesn't look good, you know, what's the rest look like? Right. So fix them or, you know. Fix them or take them down. That would be good. If if you can, take them down. Yeah, or put them up. And then stay out of that room at night because everybody. (laughs) Oh, you would put them back up again. 
is yes. what you're saying. Okay, yes. For or evening, put up curtains. Hours. That would be good. Temporary curtains. Cool. Yeah. So start outside. Right. That's pretty basic. Yes. Now, there are lots of projects that you could tackle. The big takeaway from this first point is very simple. First impressions matter immensely. Bad first impressions aren't always deal breakers, although in Dan's case, they are. Sometimes they're sure deal breakers. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they can be overcome. But it's not easy. And often, you know, it can result in price concessions. So let's get these things taken care of. All right. We started outside. Now yep. let's move inside for this next tip. Organize, yeah. declutter, and depersonalize. Right. What are we talking about here? Now we're talking about what buyers are looking for when they walk into your home. And for, I would say most buyers probably, it's storage space. Who wants to buy a house and then have to rent a storage unit for all of your stuff? I don't. No. And I think I'm like most people. Right. In some ways. Maybe. That's debatable. <laughs> in some ways I'm like most people. Right. So let's start in the obvious places. Bedrooms. Plenty of closet space. Good, you know, if you can get those little organizer things that go in them. You know, that always helps, makes it look better, helps you organize it before people walk through so that your stuff looks all neat and tidy and looks like one of those, you know, magazine pictures or something right. like that. Right, right. So you want to get your closets cleaned out. Right. You know, and one thing you could do, I mean, especially since you're getting ready to move, you know, pull out a lot of the clothes. You know, my right. closet's full of winter things that I'm hopefully never going to wear again until you know, this coming fall and winter, right. those things, if I were selling right now, yep. those things could be boxed up right. and moved out. Because right now it's full and you pull something down and three right. things fall with it. Yep. You don't want that when people are going through your house because they're going to open things up. And of course you do. Well, you yeah. go through closets. You right, look because at you want to like see how big the closet you is. You have to see that. Right. So make sure that you, you pull out some of those clothes, reduce what's in there so that the idea that you convey is that there's a lot of space. Right. That's the whole point here. Right. In the kitchen, organize your dishes, your pots, your pans. Yep. We open a cupboard because the kids help with dishes. We don't have a yes. dishwasher. We've just got Ooh. the five kids and us. And so you have a dishwasher. We do. We That's have multiple, what my mom used to say. I have a dishwasher. In fact, I have three of them because she has three kids. Yeah, that's what mm -hmm. we do. But yeah. they don't put anything away very well. So you open up a drawer. Right. And, and they know it. That's the thing that drives me up. Because <laughs> you'll walk into a room and you'll see them quick slam a drawer shut. Oh, uh, yeah. And you'll say, what, what's going on? Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> and then you open it up and five and pans slide back out. out. Yep. You don't want that. So organize all of that stuff. Right. In the bathrooms, you know, the counters a lot of the times, or in the kitchen counters can be collect-alls for yes. things like toasters and, and all of that. You know, that's fine. Right. But when you're trying to sell the house, trying right. to stage it, yep. get some of that stuff off the counter. Get the coffee maker off the counter. Get the, what did I just say? What is that appliance that you put toast in? Oh, toaster. The, toaster. <laughs> <laughs> the word wow. is so elusive sometimes. But Hey there, English major. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long time ago. Uh -huh. Now, you talked about something with, with this idea about just getting everything clean and making it look nice. Yeah. When you go on vacation and, you know, you go to a nice hotel, not a really, you know, dumpy one like I know Dan has I've been to before. I've stayed at a really dumpy one. I know. Lots of mold. So gross. It was very gross. Creepy and gross. Yeah. Yeah, that was disturbing. Disturbing. Anyway... So most hotels you go to, you know, they have the little soaps and the shampoos and everything all 
laid out very nicely on a little tray on the sink. And, you know, maybe they have the towels draped over the edge of the tub. Very spa, zen-like. That's really the way you want this to feel. You know, take the time to do these little things. You know, clear everything off except for a few key things. So that, you know, it feels like a retreat to people. Like, they really want to be there because, you know, this is just such a relaxing nice spot you know think about these things it'll it'll go a long way you know another thing that is very important is just getting the furniture out you know we've right. all been through places where you've almost gotta uh-huh. you know we you know it's amazing edge your way through right <laughs> or you bump a table and 15 little things fall over and yeah. you know you don't want that that's all fine if you're living there and staying right. there make your house exactly what you want right excellent when you're trying to sell minimize because again people want to come in and see space they don't want to see 15 chairs yeah it's a great comfortable room but man when you're trying to sell the house you want to convey the idea of space get the coffee table out maybe open up the room make sure it feels like there's a lot of open space there get the trinkets off the 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 right end tables and things like that i saw a picture i think it was on house h-o-u-z-z um and i think i looked up you know staging of homes and there was a picture on there of what would appear to be a built-in bookcase or entertainment center of some sort, and they'd completely gotten rid of the TV, if that's what it was meant for. And they had just put one item in each of those spaces. And maybe, was it like a really super cool item? Yeah, it was all nautical-themed. So, like, they had a, a wooden buoy kind of thing in one, and they had a boat in one. But it was very minimal, but made an impact. You know, if you're going to have books, maybe stack up just three books, you know, laying on their covers, just stacked up, and that's it. You know, get rid of everything else. Just something to give people ideas as to what these things can be used for. Definitely. And, you know, don't forget while you're doing all this, the garage, the storage shed, things like that. Those are important things, too. I know when we were looking for a house a couple years back, we didn't, all we had was a storage shed. We didn't have a garage at all. Right. And so one of the very first things I checked out, you know, that we ended up buying a house with a single stall garage. Mm Mm-hmm still a step up for us it was just that was the right right house but it was very important to me to make sure that we had enough space for all the different things well and i've seen just driving around now that it's warm and everyone has their garage doors open you wouldn't believe the amount of people that park outside because they can't get inside right and they use their garage as storage and i'm you know looking you know because they're out doing yard work i'm like oh you know they're out mowing their grass and then you see their garage and you're going oh my goodness it's piled to the ceiling with boxes and who knows what? Get all of that stuff out of there. You know, invest in some sort of organization system for, you know, shovels and things that hook on the wall so that people can see, you know, that there is a place for everything right. and that when they move in, everything will have a place. Right. One of the, the tendencies here is when you live in it, you don't see it. Right. You know, it doesn't even register you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of these people right. don't even clue in that, that that feels messy. That's just what it always is. Right. But new people coming in, that's definitely going right. to catch them off guard. Yep, exactly. And while you're doing all of this, while you're decluttering and you're organizing, don't forget to cut down on the you in the house. And I don't mean yeah. specifically you, Betsy, but <laughs> oh, you in general. Thanks. You know, All of us yes. should cut down on that. It right. sounds harsh, but remember, first impressions, as we've been saying, are important. And you want people right. to walk in and feel like the home could be theirs. That's the main point. You want them to see themselves living there. Right. So get all of those personal items 
out all the photos and things like that. Remove them, box them up, put them in storage or something like that, and replace them with a very generic decor. Again, I'll go back to that one picture that I saw. You know, it was generic. It was all nautical, no pictures of family. The only painting that they had was of a, a sailboat hanging on the wall. So, you know, no family photos, nothing like that. Now, are you saying none at all or definitely minimized? I would say none at all because you really want to be able to have people think that they can live there. They What if we would take pictures of them as they walk up, print them, and put pictures of them on the wall? Would that be awesome? Wow, you are on a really that. creepy roll today. Okay, if you want to see that as creepy, I suppose. But I That think is kind of creepy. You don't think that'd sell it? If I walked in and my picture was on the fridge? I would be creeped out. <laughs> okay, for those of you, maybe that's... I'll leave that up to personal preference. (laughs) Just throwing that idea out there. I'll probably put it in the show notes because I think it's a good idea. Of course you do. Okay, now let's keep moving on. Sorry to distract, yeah. From the cleaning and the organizing. Sure. To actual repairs. Now, sometimes the temptation when you're selling your home is to work really hard to accomplish some major upgrades. Like, you know, replacing kitchen cabinets or, you know, Big time projects. Yeah. It can be so expensive. And the important thing to understand is that you typically don't get a full return on your investment with those projects. Now, that means it's often not worth the work and the expense that you put in. Now, on the other hand, when it comes to the small repairs, you know, the little stuff, Mm -hmm. the opposite's true. The small amount that you typically spend on these repairs is returned many times over. So if you've got a leaky faucet, you know, something little like that, make sure that's fixed. Make sure you get that repaired. Yep. I've done some plumbing stuff, and it it normally goes really well the second time every project (laughs) is tackled. So really, those are pretty easy things to do. Right. So make sure you tackle that. Broken windows. Oh, yeah. Or ripped screens. And make sure all of your windows open. If you have an older home and they have, you know, the weighted window things or maybe they've been painted closed... Make sure that everything, you know, works properly, opens mm-hmm. and things like that. Because that can be a process to get a window. But but it, it's doable. I mean, I completely agree with you. You're but giving me the look like you disagree. That's what home buyers gonna are going to want. <laughs> you never Definitely. Know. I agree. I did that to our old house. And I told you that story that I got one all set, sanded it all down. It opened. It was exactly like you said, painted right. shut. Yep. And I start working on the other one, and my neighbor guy comes walking over, and he's talking to me as I'm up on this ladder, trying to focus. <laughs> I've got my little crowbar out, yep. and finally, I tried to move something, and I went to set my crowbar down, and I forgot that the window was closed, uh-huh. and I threw it right through the new window that I just put in. <laughs> I remember seeing it land on the countertop, bounce Whoops. across the floor, glass everywhere. The guy said, whoa, well, I got to go, and <laughs> took off, and... I was left with my mess. Did he say it in that goofy kind of voice, too? Everybody talks to me in a goofy kind of voice. Hmm. You should hear your voice when I tell my wife stories about what <laughs> Betsy said at work. It's it's not a flattering voice. <laughs> I would love to hear it sometime. It's great. I'm sure I'll laugh. So fix all of those things. Right. Slow drains. That's another oh, real... Yeah. Oh, that's really bad. That's bad. That's bad. Fix that yeah. for people, please. Right. Please. Broken blinds like yeah. we talked about. Right. Here's one that I think is good. Water stains from previous leaks. Yeah. Leaks. <laughs> Wow. Maybe if I have a lozenge. <laughs> you think? You I, think I don't a think lozenge? you're ever going to grow it's up. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen for you. But a water leak, especially, I mean, and exclusively and only if this is fixed. Yeah. Never cover this up if it's not fixed. Man, that's not cool. Don't be that That's dude. not. And there's a good chance that a home inspector it's will find that because you never know trouble. 
what, you know, when he's crawling around up in the ceilings, mm-hmm. what he's going to find. So if you cover it up, a home buyer, potential home buyer, is not going to be happy Definitely that you covered not. it up. The home inspector found it. Well, it's completely dishonest, and it makes you look dishonest, which is good because you right. are dishonest if you're covering Exactly. But if it's fixed, right? we have this in our house, in the house we bought. It was a leak that happened years ago. They yep. got it all fixed. I didn't notice it, but the home inspector noticed the right. water spot on the ceiling. Yeah. You know, we still bought the house, of course, all of those things. Right. We were convinced after a lot of digging that it was right. an old problem. Yeah. But man, did it completely change. I wouldn't say completely change, but it really affected my opinion. Right. So right. don't even open up that can if you can help it. You know, if yeah. you've got a spot like that, we've got primers that yeah. cover the water stain, will prevent it from bleeding through, right. and then ceiling paint. Now, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of work, or it can be or perceived a lot of work. People don't want to paint a ceiling typically, but it's not that bad, and it's definitely worth the right. work that you'll put in for right. what you're going to get out of it. Yep, exactly. Now, all right, let's wrap this up with the age-old question that we get in the store. What colors are best when I'm selling the home. There, you know, there are actually a couple of different lines of reasoning that arise. One right. says be bold, you know, put mm-hmm. a lot of color in, really, really go crazy. That's what people are looking for. You know, one right. group of people will take that right. line of thought. The other line is the opposite. Tone things down, go yep. with neutrals. Yes. Betsy, what do you think? I think if you've already got lots of color in your house, it's best to tone down at least a good portion of what you've got. I'm not saying take out every color. And, you know, red is almost like a neutral to many people now. You know, if you have one red wall, it's okay. Leave it. That's fine. But if you have blue and yellow and green and every room is a different color, that's too much for people. It's too overwhelming for their senses. So tone it down. Paint those a neutral color. Like I said, if you just have a couple red walls, leave them. If you already have neutral walls, leave them. Don't paint the extra colors in there. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best thing to do because so, neutrals let people imagine, you know, they can paint whatever color they want over top of your neutrals. But as soon as you tell someone they have to paint over blue or yellow or something like that, they think it's this huge task and this is never going to work and I'm going to spend days and weeks doing it. You don't want people going through the house, looking at it, thinking, Okay, got to repaint that, got to repaint that. Right. That's not going to work with this. Right. If the color's there, okay, that's that's one thing. If you, if you don't have to repaint, right. okay, then you got to, like you're saying, let's minimize then. If you've got right. colors all over the place, let's pick one yep. or two of those rooms and let that stand. Right. That can look good. You were talking about a situation with one of the guys here where he was selling a house and a buyer had narrowed it down to his house, which was all neutral, and this other house that had different colors on the walls. Right. They ended up going with the other house because right. of the colors. That can happen. Right. But it's not as likely to happen. Right. You're definitely much safer to lean towards some neutral. So right. if you're starting with, okay, I've got a lot of repainting to do, mm-hmm. we definitely would recommend not bringing in the colors. First off, colors don't cover as well. So you're gonna it's just right. harder to get that job done. And normally when you're trying to sell, you're just trying to get these things looking nice, not right. spend days and days or multiple coats so neutrals are going to cover better anyway, right. and they're going to show better. Yep. Now, that doesn't mean it's got to be boring, though. Right. You can definitely, first off, like you said, I mean, you mentioned that red is a con- kind of like a neutral. Yeah, it's and I becoming know more like a neutral. More people have it. It's more acceptable to have a dark red color somewhere in your home. Right. But neutrals, a lot of us think of that as, okay, well, tan, but it doesn't Beige. have to be that. No. Gray's... Grays are huge all kinds right of now. different ways you can go that still keep yep. it a nice toned down setting. Right. And then bring in the color or any kind of 
color pop that you want to bring in with accessories, with decor, right. things like that. Not too much. Right. Like we talked Minimal about. Minimal accessories. Yep. But that's a good place to bring in some of the color. Right. And when people see that, you know, they realize right away, you know, they've got a blank canvas to work on. Right. You know, I can, once these things are out, I'll bring my stuff in. It's going to work with these walls. Mm -hmm. No problem. And I can do whatever I want. If I want to add color, right. that's great. You know, I can paint a wall. Yep. I can do this. I can do that. But the thing about neutral is that it's move-in ready. Yep. You know, like we said in the very beginning, it, with colors, you may get by. It may work. People might be okay with it. But neutrals right. are always okay. Yes. You know, you may want to change it, but definitely I don't have to. I'm not required. If I had red in the living room that we bought, I would either have to buy all new furniture, which I wasn't <laughs> going to do, or right. repaint the wall. It just right. wouldn't work. Neutral, which is what was in the wall, on the wall. <laughs> Who knows what's in the wall? <laughs> right. We hear scratching from time to time, but <laughs> I think that's taken care of. Right. Anyway, you can move right in. You're ready right. to go. Well, and another thing is, you know, if you have a couple red walls or whatever color you choose to leave in there, then something to think about is perhaps get some extra paint of whatever the other three walls are painted and leave that for the new homeowner and let them know, hey, here's the paint to repaint that wall if you don't like it. Same sheen, same color, because that's part of where people get hung up. They look How am and I going to match this? I have to match this or I have to repaint the entire room because I don't like one wall. So if you leave them the stuff, you know, it's maybe a two-hour job to repaint just the one wall while you're moving stuff into another room. So it's less intimidating if, you know, you You've give them the tools. You've supplied them with the paint. Right. right. Exactly. Yep. And, and we've normally got it sitting around anyway. So right. make, well, sure you make sure it's good. Because that's the problem. If you do the legwork for people, you know, who oh, wants... So you're saying get them a gallon. I would say get them quart, two quarts, whatever it would take. You are so free with other people's money, Betsy. Well... Just spend, folks. I'm guessing, you In know, fact, your return... this is for Repcolite, though, so you're right. <laughs> <laughs> spend <Exactly>. away. <laughs> well, I'm the guessing your bottomless. return on investment when someone buys your house and it doesn't sit on the market for another two months because you have red walls that no one wants to, you know... Try to figure out the paint for. You're right. I'm guessing. You're right. Wait, can you say that one more time? I say it all the time. There's probably <laughs> said at least three times in every episode. Sure. Yeah, just to shut you up uh -huh. and so we can move on. Yes. But no, that's a great point because the, the gallon's sitting around. You know, that right. is, yeah, we got, you're, you're right. Because <laughs> when I <laughs> think you. about it, I, I did have shelves full of paint. You know, and, and the man but had they labeled might be it dried out. They were rotting. Well, because paint smells terrible when it, it does. goes it's profoundly bad. Profoundly bad it, smell. You like sour want, milk. Yes. Be careful opening the can. It's very bad, very bad. But ours had all rusty edges and stuff. The paint was fine, but the minute yeah. I opened it up, rust flakes fell yep. in. Right. That is a really cool idea, especially if you've only got a couple rooms with colors on the wall anyway. Right. Just do them the favor. It'll go a long way for someone who's looking at buying your house. It's exactly. just it's kind of a goodwill gesture, basically. Yeah. All right. Now, that's all we have time for today. Selling your home can be a stressful experience. Very stressful at times. Buyers are always looking for a deal, and there are typically many, many other homes to choose from. Still, by taking a little bit of time and working hard to make sure that your home makes a great first impression, you can give yourself a step up on all the other competition that's out there. And even if you're not selling your home, all of these projects will help you create a place that feels more comfortable, that provides you with a greater sense of pride and satisfaction. You know, basically, you'll feel happier in your home. And that's what right. we all want, right? Yep. We all want to feel happier happy. than we are. 
So yes. clean, organize, declutter, paint those walls, and take a few summer weekends. You know, it's nice outside. It's beautiful out this weekend. Or No, it's supposed to rain. Well, it's gone that. back and forth. Okay, we're going to just we're really go with beautiful. Sure. Right. Take a few summer weekends and get that exterior looking great. Right. Now, whether you're listing your house or hanging around for a long time, these are all projects that will pay off in one way or another. Okay, if you have any questions or suggestions for topics that Dan and I can discuss on air, please drop us a note. Please. Please. Our email address is colormehome at repcolite.com. We love getting emails, so send them our From way. From real people. I'm really <laughs> sick of junk emails, but real emails would be awesome. Yes, Makes exactly. Makes me feel more important. Right. And that's and, very important. To and, me. <laughs> yeah. And it helps us know we're not just talking to ourselves over here. Yes. <laughs> so please send us a note, a comment, suggestion, anything you've got. Just type hello and hit send. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Are we still going to give them a free gallon of Benjamin Moore Rep Probably paint not for, for that? hello. Okay. Well, you know, it's got to be something we use in a podcast. So send us something. And just for asking a question, you'll get a free gallon of paint. And getting stuff for free couldn't be easier than that. The email address, once again, is colormehome at repcolite.com. And also, don't forget to check out our Pinterest page Yay. for this episode and all of our previous ones. There you're going to find tons of the pictures of all the things that we talked about, yep. links to articles, all the other cool all stuff. All the other fun stuff. We've placed a link for each episode board right in the show notes. So just go to repcolite.com and click the Color Me Home link on the homepage. You'll be able to figure out the rest from there. It's that easy. Absolutely. And while you're there, don't forget to be sure to subscribe to our podcast via RSS feed or now on iTunes. Subscribe today and you'll never miss another episode. Until next time, thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening. You've been listening to Color Me Home, brought to you by Repco Light Paints. Everything discussed in this episode can be found in our show notes at repcolite.com. Just click the Color Me Home tab on the home page. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, you can contact Betsy and Dan by email. The address is colormehome at repcolite.com. That's colormehome at repcolite.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.